guess what, guys? Mm-hmm. What? From Slate. From Slate, in collaboration with Ford, comes the new podcast, Life on the Fast Track. Cheer on three Girl Scouts as they design, build, and race wooden cars in the Ford Girls Fast Track races. We'll meet their families, use power tools, and hear what happens when girls are empowered to put STEAM principles to the test. Download and subscribe to Life on the Fast Track wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks, Life on the Fast Track podcast. <clears throat> that sounds delightful, and I'm John Moss. You sound delightful. delightful, and I'm Lex Friedman. <laughs> We're all delightful, delightful, even Lex. Oh, sorry, I stepped on someone, but whatever. No, that's fine. It's fine. You know what? <laughs> I'm I'm steampunk. As- Welcome to turning this car around. Guys, I'm still, I wanna... I'm still sick. I'm still sick. I've been sick I'm for ever, forever. Now I think I've yeah. I think I'm just. This is just how I am now. You're just, I want to be honest with you all. Although yeah. I am not sick like John Moltz, I am in bed at this moment. Um, a mobile <laughs> podcasting rig in my bed. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. There are. I have a garage. It actually, for whatever reason, is a three car garage. Mm-hmm. It has two columns that uh, are in between the parking spaces in the garage, which means that if you put a car into the garage and then want to open the car door, you can go fuck yourself. So I have hired a company. Those are lally columns for those of you playing along. I have hired Mm -hmm. a company, a contractor, who removes the lally columns, the Mm -hmm. load-bearing lally columns in your garage or basement Mm -hmm. or anywhere else, but he's doing Mm -hmm. it in my garage. And uh, before doing so, ideally, they place horizontal beams in the ceiling that instead are you know metal clamps, whatever, bracing the room above Mm -hmm. it. Um, Mm -hmm. That's happening right now. My office in my house, here's the mental map for you. The, The wall of my office is the wall of the garage. So uh, it was so loud there. I was like, this is going to piss off those guys. What's the furthest I can get? From, and by those guys, I mean our listeners. It's like, what's the furthest I can get <laughs> from the Lally columns? You mean John? Yeah. <clears throat> and the answer was my bedroom. So here I am. Now, Sierra is convinced, uh, or is at least very fearful, that her room is going to fall down. Her room is right above the garage. And Duh. So I, I had her come talk to the contractor with me. And I'm like, first of all, have any houses you've worked on any fallen down, ever fallen down? And he said, no, we're still waiting. (laughs) (laughs) And thanks. Well played. And then so he's talking to Sierra. He's like, listen, Sierra, six plus six is 12. Right. And what's four plus eight? And she says 12. And he's like, right. So six plus six is these two columns holding up your room. Add up to 12. I'm going to do this other thing that holds up your room. And it's not six plus six anymore, but it's still eight plus four. So it's still 12. Either way, your room's getting held up. We're just holding up a different way. And she was like. Okay, and mm. I would not say it helped in any way, but I liked mm. it. I thought it was a useful analogy. That's a good analogy. Yeah. Do you got a so, Do you got an engineered beam analogy. situation? Are you putting a metal beam in there? What's up? Metal beam, horizontal metal beams, a couple of them because it's two columns. Mm-hmm. And uh, they say they said before they came that it would be a one day job. Then when they mm. called to confirm the appointment, they said it would be a two day job. Of course. Uh, and now today in person, they say it's a one day job. So we'll see. I will ah, let you know next week if it was a one day job. Is an eight day job. job. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they live here now. Right. So. So are they building like temporary braces or do they have like hydraulic temporary braces? There's nothing temporary I, about it. They're, they're well, well, no, 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 no. right now. So, so mm-hmm. here we go. Buckle I'm in. not an expert. I'm Get an ready. expert. I'm ready. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's not all you're a Lexpert in. All right. <laughs> that didn't go anywhere. That <laughs> yeah, <I don't> <laughs> so my, I've had <laughs> people in my life who have done this in their homes where 
they, oh my God, there's a load-bearing wall down the middle of our basement, and the home was built at a certain period of time, and the blah, 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 and the floor beams, and the blah, 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 ceiling beams. So in order to do it, what you do is you build two temporary walls on either side of the wall that you're removing, and the, the walls, they're not really walls, they're just wood beams that are you know, pounded into the concrete floor and then like a framing, they're framed in basically. So you have like two befores bolted into the floor and then a bunch of vertical two befores and then a stabilizer, you know, diagonal furring strip or whatever on both sides. And then you put one of those on each side of this thing. Then you take in and you like cut out the other beam and then you get your engineered beam or your metal beam and you put that up in there. Is this an, is this an HGTV show now? Well, I'm, what I'm telling you is it's it's like gnarly. Like they, if if they're doing, um, depending on how the house was constructed, like are you gonna have to redo your ceiling in your garage? Yes, we'll have to patch the ceiling. When you say patch, what are you talking we'll about? We'll have Alex? to we'll have to uh, re uh, sheetrock the ceiling. Yeah, yeah, the entire ceiling or just a section? Just the sections where they've cut it open. Okay. Have you seen any of this? See, when contractors do this stuff, I'm there. I got to see what's going on. I'll check in. I'm coming, you know, I might not be through the whole time, but I'm, I'm checking in. Typically, I would check in fairly frequently. I even thought about putting a camera in there so I could see from inside. Um, but I've been on calls all day, and now I'm doing this. So I haven't been in there since they started. I haven't even seen all of them. One guy ran the door, but was like, I see you left the garage doors open for us. I just wanted to let you know we were there. And I'm like, I knew you were there <laughs> the second your trucks pulled in because mm-hmm. I have ears. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, they're doing the thing. I haven't seen it at all yet. I haven't even checked to see if Sierra's room fell down. It might have. Right. Well, um, I would hope you get a couple of pictures of this process because it's it's pretty cool how they do it. Yeah. You should have them put in a window, a window between the garage and your office. Mm, That is a really good idea. Yeah. And then you can see everything. Also, maybe you could put, you know, instead of flooring the garage with iPads, you can actually put a ceiling of iPads, hook them all together into a matrix, and then you can, you can Uh like feed it screensaver images or whatever every other one is an every other one is an euro uh, we did the uh, we did the floor in the garage with apple watch faces because nice. that's like it's Beautiful. so resistant you know it's really, the kaleidoscope it's the kaleidoscope is very sapphire yeah it's strong i so have my apple watch zero and i don't know what to do with it wear yeah. it because i you know i have a three now oh oh look at you yeah with yeah. the lte business or whatever the no i didn't get the lte i would never use that and i don't want to pay an extra Verizon doesn't need any more of my money. Mm-hmm. Um, they say they do, but they do not. Oh, of course. Uh, but I gave it to Hank for a while, and he and he's not supposed to wear them. They're not supposed to wear smartwatches at school. Oh um, wow! So so like he couldn't get in the habit of wearing it. I think is part of the problem. And then he just like it just sat there. So I took it back. Um, wow! I've never I've never thought about that. That at school they wouldn't want you to wear a smartwatch. Yeah. Makes sense. Right. Yeah, because you know your your peak calc and That's everything. It. My uh, my kids all now wear Fitbit style wrist devices. None of them are Fitbit brand, I don't think. Trackers, you wear um, trackers. Yeah, step trackers, clocks, sleep tracker things, GPS the, trackers. Um, nope. Home, so home arrest, home arrest anklets. What I love about <laughs> uh, you know Anya has to charge hers every night. Fine, and it's it's crappy, and I hate it. And I was mad when uh, we gave it to her because it had been put on her wish list, and I hadn't vetted it. And I was like, Lauren, this is a horrible product, and it is. Mm. It's it's already been replaced once. But Sierra's maybe Sierra's is Fitbit brand. I don't know. But Sierra's um, 
has a battery in it that you don't recharge. It's sort of like the Fitbit Zip, I guess, where it, it, you leave a battery in it all year and then you can replace the battery once a year. And it's really nice for them not to have to charge a thing. Yeah. I, yeah. I say that's a, yeah. that's right. a perk. Yeah. He's bad about charging stuff. Yeah. Except the on the credit card. Wow. <laughs> have you guys noticed Zing. that your, your children like regularly are working on a device with like 3% battery? Oh God, it kills me. It kills me. <laughs> like, what he, no, he's that? he's more like he he gets down to he starts panicking when he gets down to like sixty percent. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, I need to use your charger. I'm like, uh-huh. you don't need to use my charger. Uh-huh. You're fine. Mm-hmm. It's at sixty percent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be okay. Uh, I uh, Liam will sometimes use his iPad to death, um, and then he'll be like. But then, you know, when you if you use the iPad all the way down to zero and then you plug it in, it's like, I'm going to have to sit here for a couple of minutes before I can even juice up enough to let you turn me on again. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I've dated women like this. And so yeah. they, oh. they uh, I don't know. Um, but <laughs> so then he'll come be like, Daddy, can you I just use your can't iPad? resist that low hanging fruit? Mm-hmm. Sweet. Delicious. But so right there, right there uh, at mouth level. He'll be like, Daddy, can I use your iPad to play Plants vs. Zombies? And I'm a loving father, so I say, no. Yeah, of <laughs> you, course. You can right. learn the consequences of not watching your iPad charge level. So do that right. instead. <laughs> That's how I roll. You have to and be then responsible. I bounce, a, bounce a basketball off his forehead. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> hey, catch. You're going to cry. Today, You're going to cry. This is a true story. I was on a call with a client uh, in Binghamton, New York. Uh, an ad agency that spends a ton of money in the podcasting space. They represent some of the ads you hear most often, although none of the ones you'll hear on the show today. And uh, this guy... So no conflict of interest. Right. Mm-hmm. This guy was saying to me, um, Lex, can you confirm for me what your son's name is? And I go, my son, that's that's Liam. L-I-A-M, Liam. It's like, okay. And so I thought, uh, I just want you to know that Liam has a huge fan club here in um, the mm-hmm. office in Binghamton. Uh, and all the 20-something women who work here check your Instagram every day to see if there's a new school bus photo of Liam because they love Liam's face so much. (laughs) And I was like, cool, thank you. And then uh, my head of sales was also on the call, and she said to me afterwards, "Um, uh, he's telling you that they all want you. And I was like, I don't think that's what they're saying. He's very specifically Mm. wanted to know my kid's name, and they were looking at photos of my kid. I don't think it's about wanting me, so I would like you two to settle it. Do they think Liam is cute, or do they want me? Mm-hmm. They, 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 wait, I'm sorry. <laughs> wait, do they want want you? Want me? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like sexually or yes, um, all um, the ways. Uh, yeah, I'm having a hard time here, guys. With I'm, all this. I'm I'm pretty sure with, it's that they think he's cute. Yeah. Um. There's just so many uncomfortable. I'm just things not. Ca- right I'm now. not capable of thinking of any other option. Okay. Good. Same. 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 Listen, you guys are Team Friedman on this. This is what I said. Okay. I win. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just not <laughs> sure that I'm fully comfortable with the idea of you, you know, using your son to get ladies. I'm not trying know. to. Okay, good yeah. Lord. Spank with a rolled up Forbes newspaper yeah. <laughs> magazine. <laughs> Liam is very cute. I have to say that. I've, I've mentioned before. I've mentioned before that, I, you know, I'm surprised <laughs> he survived this long. He hasn't been eaten by anybody because yeah. he's so cute. <laughs> he's a nice right. guy. He's, it happens. Uh, it happens. Sometimes a face, a face just gets eaten. What, and, yeah, and what, it's what, is, what is that called? The desire to eat a face. <laughs> Cannibalism? <laughs> no, no, because you're not really going to do it. But it's the urge. It's like that. That's the way you describe the urge. Peacock. Like, so so cute. 
I could eat you up. That's just that's <laughs> which is strange. a very strange thing to say to a child. Mm-hmm. That's very it came from somewhere though. It comes from inside of our lizard brains. Uh, yeah, uh, starvation comes from comes from starvation. Mm, gotcha. That's why your pets will eat your face when you yeah die in the house. L- last night I uh, I'm at delicious, the dinner table. I face. I'm sitting there with uh, Liam and Lauren. The girls were upstairs, and Liam's finishing his dinner, and I'm eating my dinner. I still won, even though he had eaten before I got home, and. I was telling Lauren about my day and about a person I dealt with that was annoying. And Lauren goes, do you want me to kill her? And I said, yeah. And Liam, who hadn't really been paying to the conversation, was just in his own world. His eyes suddenly go crazy wide. And he's like, and his head pulls back. And he's just like the true like, what face? And we're like, no, no, we're kidding. We don't kill people. He's like, no, I know. I didn't think you were going to kill people. And it was like such a sitcom actor of what you say, the opposite <laughs> meaning everybody knows. Like, no, I didn't think that you were actually going to kill somebody. And he totally thought that we were just very casually like, oh, yeah, we'll kill a this person for you. And uh, I'm concerned that he was so ready to accept that. I mean, he was not thrilled with it, but he was very ready to be like, oh, that's what mom and dad are going to do now. I guess that's what we do when you're uh, adults. So I, feel like, I feel like mistakes Sometimes you have made. to kill somebody. All I'm saying is we did something wrong at some point. Mm. Okay. Well, mistakes were made. Okay. I think this is a good place to segue into a topic that I tried to get to last week. Embarrassing your children as a father intentionally. <laughs> yes. So I'm at that, I'm at now at that stage, particularly for some reason, I think it's, it's more, I don't know. Mm, maybe the drive is stronger to embarrass girls than boys. Wasn't sure. Going to check on that one. That was one question I had. Two, any techniques? So first of all, first of all, I will use that as a motivating factor to get them to do something. I will like, say if something. If you don't do this right now, I'm going to start yodeling. Yep, I will start. Oh, yeah. I will. I might remove an article of clothing and walk around <laughs> and ask this where my children house? are. Oh boy! Oh boy! <laughs> You know, I mean, I said article of clothing. Like, I didn't say naked. I didn't say, you know, totally nude or topless. You. I didn't say that. I heard you loud and clear. Okay. He's not planning anybody's murder, so, you know, I don't think... You yeah, can I'm just saying, I'm just talking about embarrassing children, on you know, intentionally. Either to get them to do, you know, something, or, like, to get them not to do something, or just for fun. For fun. Sure. Just do any of those uh, things, have they hit you or struck you or have you engaged in any of those behaviors? <laughs> Moltz, you're up first. Um, I'm trying to think of an instance where I've done that deliberately. Uh, <laughs> the accidental sure embarrassment it, you know, happens all the time. Yeah, right. I mean, I... Oh, breathing will do that around a teenager. Um, and I can't, I, I can't think of... I mean, I'm sure... I, I know I've said that I will... Yeah, I'll sing something... Um, badly if you don't get out of bed um that kind of thing but i don't really do that in public particularly since he's like 14 now right. it seems like it's really <laughs> um i mean it's bad enough like the kids kids at this age are already embarrassed their parents so much mm-hmm. that i mean i like mm-hmm. I, yeah like I, mean, I don't have to deliberately do anything so i don't right. feel like i want to I don't I go it. any further than that. So you're you're a nice dad. Um, I have a couple <laughs> answers on this question, but I'm going to make you wait. Ooh. All right. 
Because listen, Health IQ has been, uh, you know, recently became, I think, in late 2017, a, a, a stalwart supporter of turning this car around, and yes. they're back again. Health IQ, you remember these guys? They're the ones who think that the best way to improve the health of the world is to celebrate the health conscious by giving them both social and my favorite financial rewards. Uh, what Health IQ does is they use science, data, math smart people to secure lower rates on life insurance for health conscious people like runners cyclists strength trainers strength trainers also strength both of them vegans and more basically your typical moltz armstrong kind of personality 56 percent of health iq customers save between four and 33 percent of their life insurance these are savings exclusive to health iq uh, you save money if you're a good driver health iq gets you lower rates on life insurance for living a health conscious lifestyle after all, physically active people have a 34% lower risk of all-cause mortality, a 56% lower risk of heart disease, and 22% decrease in cancer mortality compared to people who remain inactive. You know who you are. I did two miles on the treadmill on Sunday and nothing since. To see if you qualify, get your free quote today at healthiq.com slash TTCA. Or if you call them up, mention the promo code TTCA when you're talking to a Health IQ agent. One more time, healthiq.com slash TTCA to get your free quote. It's cheaper life insurance if you're living a healthy lifestyle. So my kids, embarrassing yep. Liam absolutely hates, the, and I probably talked about this before, absolutely hates the classic dad joke. I'm hungry. Hi, hungry. I'm dad. Oh, and so now when he, Lauren actually is the one who started doing this with him. And he uh, loved and hated it so much that I, it has now become like my mission in life to say this to him as many times as possible. And sometimes my kids will remember it and they will go into awkward constructions. I currently am feeling hungry physically, but my name is Liam. And I'm like, oh, hi, currently am physically <laughs> feeling the symptoms of hunger. Um, but uh, my main move now is if he says like, I'm thirsty, I'm bored, whatever. I just put out my hand like to shake his hand and he will run away. So he hates that move for sure. Um, uh, Anya, as you know well, hates all bathroom words. So I can use those to not just embarrass, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. really uh, torture her. But the the thing that I've noticed is Sierra um, hates when I make her room fall down. But no, Sierra gets embarrassed when um, if I am too physically affectionate in public. Like at home, I'm allowed to give her giant hugs, kisses whenever I want. I can, you know, whatever. In public, if I am to like, if, if I give her a kiss on the cheek, fine. She's not one of those kids yet. She's not old enough yet to like, ew, gross, don't kiss me in front of my friends. But if I like try to give her 12 kisses and there's a friend over or we're out somewhere, she's like, dad, don't, you can't do that here. Um, I have no problem doing it. <laughs> I I'm responsible for her existence. Like I feel like I get carpal. Yeah, you made her. You made if you make people, you're the boss of them. <laughs> That's the rule. That's how it works. Mm-hmm. That's how it works. Wow. And oh. I would say that it goes further than that. Oh, if yeah? you've invested a substantial time of your life in raising a child, yes, I believe that starts to buy you some privileges. <laughs> like preach on, my brother. Like just eat uh, that face. Just yeah, one free face eating at any time. <laughs> Buffet, not, sni- not snitching when when mm-hmm. a couple of you murder somebody. Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Oh my god, this is like turning this blood cast around. Um, <laughs> turning this hurts. That's our around. other show. That's our <clears throat> other no, show. no, no, no. But like, so for example, here's an example. I have spent some time you know, with my girlfriend's kids and I'm a active adult presence in their life. And so I, as part of the family unit, I get discipline and, you know, I can be disciplinarian and, um, I, you know, like you have to do what I say. 
and we back each other up that way, like a, a healthy couple would. And, um, but, but, um, you know, if I was what, like when I was newer in the, in their lives, I was not as vocal about that stuff. I would always defer to their mother. Like before I was officially in, you know, like in, in, like moved in basically. And, um, yeah, it's, uh, I think that's true of adopted children also, John. Right, you're not biologically. Yeah, attached, uh, yeah I would. But, yeah. but you have spent the time and raised this kid. Yeah, up. no, I mean, I don't. I don't feel like it's. I don't feel like I'm acting any different than I would have if he was our biological kid. So you just, may not this, have physically this made him. I, this is all. I, this is all that I'm capable of. <laughs> He's not getting anything better or any worse. <laughs> you may not have physically made. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. You may not have physically made some kid, but you are making them in. Uh, another way, yeah. right? You're yeah, making yeah. Right. their boundaries and their molding personalities. Molding his life experience. Molding, there you forever. go, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So you, right. you, which all of that goes to say, I like to spin and dance <laughs> and be like, hey kids, and, like, and the music will swell and it's kind of like <laughs> a combination of Swamp Castle in uh, Monty Python's Holy Grail, Search for the Holy Grail, when when. The mm. the prince in Swamp Castle wants to just sing, oh, yeah. you know, like the music. Dance. And then the, the Palin comes in and is like, "No, no, stop the music!" Yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> that was That's, good. That was good. Thank you, thank you very much. Um, and I believe in the original producers. There's a scene at Lincoln Center when the fountain comes up and Gene Wilder runs around and. Um, I'm a producer, whatever he says, and it's very funny, and that's how I feel. So in my head, the music is swelling. I'm starting right. to go. I'm going to launch. You're starting into your big it. number. Yeah, no and I'll just start yeah. spinning and twirling, <laughs> and I'll put my hands out like I'm about to start a musical number on a Broadway Where stage. You know, like the jazz hands kind of spread out into a big reach. I love this. And I breathe deeply, and I'll go. It's time to go. <laughs> and I'll spin, and it's in a mall or a store, like Hot Topic, which is not oh a place God. to spin and twirl. So it's fantastic. Right, you're wow. gonna hit a lot of racks if you do that. Yep, yeah. um, and I just play some stuff. All right. I think I just. Yeah. Um, the, <laughs> oh my the, God! The other way, I was just clarifying the the other thing that I do that I think honestly embarrasses my wife more than my children <sighs> is, um, uh, at restaurants, I mm-hmm. am very much a dad with the server. <laughs> Like, no, like, like I do not make obnoxious jokes, believe it or not, to the wait staff. But I am like, just like I am. If they are at all give you any indication that they are like on the friendly side, and they if they're mm-hmm. chatty, I'll chatty back. And oh, yeah. I know my wife hates it. At some point, my kids will hate it, but they don't hate it yet. Uh, uh, yeah, they will. I, my kids are they get uncomfortable when I start chatting when I start yes. getting chatty with the with the my, staff. My dad's big move was always if you brought a friend to dinner. Uh, he would always oh. say, well, Will, you can have anything on the menu up to a dollar. Um, <laughs> and then when the waitress came, was like, hi, my name is Megan and I'll be your server. He would say, well, I'm Ellis. This is my wife, Irene, my son, Lex, my daughter's morning, Abby. Every, every time, every time, um, every time. And then every time my dad leaves dinner, when he pays the bill, every time. When he's left the the money on the table and we're leaving the restaurant, or he's leaving the restaurant, he will say to the waiter, "You know what the, uh, you know what the uh, the the prostitute said to the John? Oh, God. And they'll say what? And he'll say it was a business doing pleasure with you. And then he'll leave. Uh, oh God, that's horrible. 
Yes. Awkward. Yes. That's yeah. not woke. Not woke. This is why I am the way I am. Um, uh, okay, I want to move away thing. from my not woke dad. Go ahead. Well, one second. <laughs> one sec before we talk about your not woke dad. Um, the other thing I'll do is I'll make kind of a dumb dad joke. And then I'll start laughing like it's the best joke ever told. <laughs> but I won't laugh out loud. It's the quiet, silent laugh. Like you're laughing so hard you can't make a sound. <gasps> you know, like <laughs> then I just doubled over and like, oh my God. <gasps> you know, and they they get real uncomfortable with that. Wow. It's really I awesome. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> like total fake laugh, silent laughter, falling over. It's mm. all so good. So good. Oh, I love I mean, that. Maybe so I'm much. missing out here. Maybe I should be uh, getting into it a little bit more. Honestly, Karen does, why Karen does more of the embarrassing stuff than I do. I would say. What are some things Karen does? So maybe it, maybe is it is it is it? Well, let me ask you: Are you comfortable yeah, sharing some of the things that Karen does? Um, That's a yes or no the, question. It's singing. It's, it's mostly singing. singing. Yeah. Aww. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She sings. She sings a lot of songs. Um, and then, um, like, and often will like, um, chase, kind of chase and try and tickle him, um, oh. or hug him, or like, or like, try and run around, run around chasing him and trying to hug him. Which, um, you know, he doesn't. He's fourteen. He does not want to be hugged. No touching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. He doesn't want to be touched. Right. Right. Don't touch me. Uh, Good touches. Yeah. Uh, the preteen is very much that way. We have one other piece of business, and then I will tell you about another thing that I remember that I do that embarrasses my kids. Um, Stay tuned after the break for that. But first, for eight weeks, ending on the 26th of February, which is also my son's seventh birthday, Blue Apron is teaming with Whole30 to bring you delicious recipes. Uh, their menu will feature two Whole30-approved recipes each week, like seared steaks and warm lemon salsa verde with roasted broccoli and sweet potato, chicken and kale orange salad with spicy tahini dressing. Kickstart your new year with Blue Apron and Whole30. Uh, you're going to love the fact that... Uh, you can get up to 12 new recipes every single week from Blue Apron, and you can pick if you want two, three, or four recipes based on what fits your schedule and what fits your appetite, quite frankly. You're going to also love the fact that uh, Blue Apron has a team of professional chefs putting in a lot of care into creating recipes each week. Uh, when you when you see these menu items, I was just describing something. When you hear the foods, when you look at their website and look at the food that's available, you're gonna it's going to be a little mouthwater. It's like we were just talking about restaurants. It's like when the, the waiter tells you, here's this you know, delicious special that's available, only this is far more affordable than any restaurant cooking, and it's frankly, it's going to taste better. Um, the best parts of your day happen over dinner. So, you know, cook the meal with the family and then eat it together. Blue Apron is treating turning this car around listeners to $30 off your first order if you visit blueapron.com slash turning. So check out this week's menu and get $30 off with free shipping at blueapron.com slash turning. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Uh, when my kids have friends over, I make every possible bad dad joke comment to their friends. Like, nice. just just ridiculous. Um, and I will tell you, quite honestly, I am one of the popular dads. I don't know what that says about the other dads in the neighborhood, but mm. when my kids have friends over, they think I'm hilarious, but my kids are mortified. Mm. <laughs> my, my, my own kids are mortified by the fact that I will just make... like. There's a girl who comes over usually once a week early in the morning and has breakfast at our house, and then I take her and my oldest to band. Um, and, uh, when Caitlin's here, I am just constantly making jokes about anything and everything. And like, Anya is shaking her head and covering her face and looking away and looking at me and Caitlin's cracking up and I just love it. And Caitlin may well be laughing at me, but I'm fine with it. I'm getting a laugh either way. So it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> You'll take Not it. Sure that's the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> We're, this is pro tips right here. We've got a lot of pro mm. help today. By the way, fellas, 
next next episode is going to be our 200th episode. And 200th even episode done, extravaganza. And we haven't even done a clip show. We've never done a clip show. And we're not going to either because I don't want to do that. But uh, um, Yeah, because you don't want to do that. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because I'm, I'm smart. Right. right. First of all. But we just pretended to do clips. We just do like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Aren't all these kind of clip shows? Really? I mean... Yeah. I'm going to see if I can find the link to that thing on Reddit that talks about embarrassing your kids. Are there still, um, are there still fatherhood things to talk about after 200 episodes? <laughs> no, you want to, you want to kill this thing? Is that no, what you're saying? saying is, is, is next week. Do be, I think, I think listeners have to tune in to find out next week if the 200th episode is the series. Uh, really. That's all I'm oh, saying. Yeah, wow. Oh gosh. Wow. Never, you're not going to know unless you listen or until you wait till the following week and see if an episode comes out. Those are the only two ways to find out. 200 right. episodes. That's a lot. I'm proud That's of it. That's a this. lot, yeah. I am proud of it. That's, I don't I've know that I've sired 200. 200 children, so it makes sense. Yeah. With your polygamous family in uh, southern <laughs> Utah. That's great. Yes. That's right. All right. Wow. <clears throat> Gentlemen, well, I'm sharing the red 200 attempts, again. anyway. Right. 200 that I know of. <laughs> Okay, so uh, here's here's some t- pro tips from the Reddit link that I just post- posted to you guys. When something surprises you, say you are shook. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like I'm really because so, I think this thread and we'll we'll show notes it up, but this thread is really about what are the slang terms you can use that are going to mortify mm-hmm. your kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, the very first one. Will you just we give a dramatic reading of it, John Armstrong? <clears throat> Wait. Uh, the very first okay. quote. Wait. Well, oh, I, mean, I, I sort different. I, oh, yeah, I'm sorting by top. So the the top comment right now with 49.6 thousand upvotes is, "You ain't woke, fam. I'm too lit." Say that verbatim if you want her face to blush with embarrassment. <laughs> <laughs> and then he says, "Edit 80 percent of the replies are asking what it means. In layman's terms, it means you are not socially aware or conscious as I. I am too cool. Mm-hmm. You ain't woke, fam. I'm too lit." Mm-hmm. 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 Now, see, I I take lit being like I'm I am stoned or rolling or buzzed or in some way under the influence. <clears throat> but in this case, not sure. Um, also, something about Gucci. This Gucci is a word the kids are using too now. So misusing oh God, that really? would be, I think, would be good. I'm Gucci. <laughs> wow. That kind of a thing. I don't know. I've heard. I've heard the oldest. Uh, my girlfriend's oldest use that phrase. Man. <laughs> oh my god! Uh-huh. This thread is so good. What are you up to? Just gonna hang around with your bum mates? What are you saying, Dad? You don't say anymore. Bum mates? Your mates you bum <laughs> around with? No, we do not say that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, I'm finna pop a goog mm. instead of I'm going to Google this thing. <laughs> finna pop a yeah. I'm finna. Been a pop. Yep. Been a pop of goog. Mm-hmm. You know how it is. Ah, uh, man, oh, man. <laughs> I really enjoy all these slang terms. This is delightful. Yeah, it's good. Yes. I always tell my daughter, word, yo, whenever she wants me to do something for her. Sure. She doesn't ask me much anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, the hosts of Turning This Car Around read Reddit to you this week on Turning yes. This Car Around. Anyway, we, we've got... We should have saved that for the 200th there. episode. Oh, well, we screwed it up. Uh... Mm-hmm. Question. Tide pods. Leave it downhill from here. Tide pods. Oh, yeah. Tide pods. I saw that too. I was going to bring it up. Yeah. You guys no. doing the tide pods with your kids? <laughs> yeah. We're, we, uh, we, what we do. We don't have to because marijuana is legal out here. So <laughs> you just smoke a bowl. Yeah. Of we're fat just, meat. yeah. We're just doing a giant, like, 
Oh, pass it around a huge duchy. <laughs> I could also see. saying, also saying, duchy is not cool. No, and then you that's would gotta be. be on, that's got to be on this Reddit thread someplace. Would you be wrecked? R e k t wrecked. Mm. Oh yeah, totally wrecked. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm letting it all go, people, and it's very difficult for me. How did how did Tide Pods? Um, because Tide kids pods, are fucking stupid. Let's they call look it like, like candy. Is. They look like they look delicious. They're all glossy and shiny. They don't look delicious. They do. They're little sacks full of like freaking. I mean, I guess you could think that they're. When I was when I was a teenager, when I was about Hank's age, this friend of mine and I used to go to. There was a um, uh, like a health food store, but it was also the kind of place where you go, like weightlifters would go to get their like protein powder and, and um, and um, and they had yeah. these, they had these um. These little, uh, they're little like squares of um, like an inch on each side, and uh, but flat, like I mean, like a little candy bar sort of thing. But it was just pure sugar, just like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> completely pure sugar. We would buy these things <laughs> and eat them, like you know, like like candy. We were just basically just ingesting pure sugar. Like, oh man, this is really good. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> they. <laughs> Do you remember the, bless you. And then now uh, you can see the way I am now. So, remember the ones that were like fruit shaped, like, and the, the powdered sugar that was inside of it was just basically like lemon flavored sugar or lime flavored sugar or grape flavored sugar? They were just basically like a plastic fruit and you just screwed off the top and dumped straight sugar into it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Best. Yeah, right, right. So yeah, Tide well, Pods, pixie, pixie uh, sticks, pixie sticks are basically pixie sticks. Yep. Uh, if sure. you look at this picture in the, I think it's um yeah. See our mag. our dishwasher things are just like sacks of white powder. No, this is look like, at this Tide. It's like, like glossy, cocaine. and I mean they did a nice job yeah. shooting this, but it's like it looks to make it like, look you know ma- majorly delicious. If you're a four year old, hell yeah. And sometimes I, I am, am. So I was told not to use those pods. Not the laundry pods and not the dishwasher pods because they're bad for the dishwasher or laundry. So we just get the grungier, just like here are the grains of soap you pour in or here's the liquid soap you pour in and that's it. So if you want to prevent the Tide Pod problem, that's hard to say. If you want to prevent the Tide Pod problem in your house, don't buy Tide Pods. Problem solved. Another pro-life tip. We don't have have the problem. Turning this car I I think... You don't have the hot to, I mean, he, you know, when problem. he was when he was a little kid, I mean, we had to we had to like uh, really childproof the place because um, he would get into everything. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I told yeah. you about the time he stuck a stuck a sponge up his nose. <laughs> Ouch! <laughs> like a piece of a sponge, not a whole sponge. He stuck a piece of a sponge up his nose, and it was in there for days. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> and and Karen finally noticed this breath smelled really bad. Oh, so God. she took him to the doctor. And like his breath is terrible, and the doctor was like, "Oh, I know what this is." And so she gets this like long pair of tweezers. Oh my God! Wait, the doctor a, knew right away. Yeah, she knew right away. Yeah. Did she know yeah. that it was a sponge specifically? He, she's like, so she had been she had been like wiping up in the kitchen, and like you know he was in the kitchen, wanted to you know like little tiny kid wants to help and wants to wipe up too. So she gave him a sponge, and he was just like sitting there wiping the floor. And apparently, at some point, he just ripped off a little piece and stuck it up his nose. <laughs> <laughs> we've all been there yeah uh, I, I guess i don't remember it but i guess i've been there what did it look like when it got pulled out was there i was not there nope. i'm sure it was not pretty man i had, was, there was a kid yeah. i grew up with raisins and his little brother nope. put uh, 23 nope. raisins up his nose 
We need oh, an yeah. appetite spoiler horn. <laughs> <laughs> My That's mom put a pussy willow up her nose. What? <laughs> yeah, like we you know one of those like uh, plants. You know the wow the 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 fluffy. I mean, it looks like a cute. Yeah. So yeah, you know, yeah. Sure. Well, Why wouldn't you put it up there? Mm-mm. I start sneezing, man. Nothing goes in this nose <laughs> but candy. John, I have a uh, John Armstrong. I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. This is not about noses, but I'm just trying to change the subject. Because um, no, you're grossed out. And now this, I don't mean to be um, gender exclusive here. And this would apply if Hank had longer hair. But are the girls in your life, to. John, responsible for combing their own hair or brushing their own hair? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Um, however, we have the we have very thick hair. Some of the girls have extraordinarily thick hair. Yeah. Um, myself and um, the, my ex are we are from Scottish heritage. So there's some Celt, and then there's some there's basically some wilding hair. Is what I'm getting at. And so those together, it's just. Oh, man, sometimes they need help. Sometimes they've got these like gnarly like knots or whatever. They were not paying attention when they were brushing, and so all of a sudden, like it's a situation. So, as a single dad, I've had to be you know I have to get in there and figure it out. And I, I have some techniques: one, Moroccan oil; two, patience. Mm, nice, because uh, you know we and I think we've talked about this before, but we, we've got different kinds of brushes that can help detangle your hair as you're brushing mm-hmm. them and mm-hmm. some of them work better than others mm-hmm. and we've got one that really works well for the kids or at least for Anya which is good Anya likes her hair very long Anya hates to get her hair cut she likes it to be as long as it can be mm. and I'm not talking to you phone go away and uh, she is not great at combing it and she hates combing it and so we have this constant conversation of if you're not going to brush your hair or if you mm-hmm. don't enjoy brushing your hair and you complain about it we can get it cut shorter and then it'll be easier you have a lot a lot a lot of hair Mm-hmm. and she doesn't want to cut shorter and she doesn't want to brush herself she wants her mom to brush it and they're going to sleepaway camp this summer and we say mm-hmm. like you've got to master brushing mm-hmm. your hair by the time you go there and it is a it is an ongoing debate it is an ongoing issue because like we make her do it and she is not good at it uh and then lauren inevitably was like i gotta clean it up and i'm like maybe don't clean it up maybe like see how <laughs> like mm-hmm. if it gets to the point of no return then you have to take action like there's no option but that that we haven't gotten there yet but i, I don't know i want it's her body her choice right if she wants her hair long let her hair be long but if she can't handle it, what am I supposed to do? Help me. Well, but, Help me. well uh, there's Rastafarianism. I mean, that's that's an option. <laughs> I mean, with 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 my children, <laughs> they could turn Rasta and and convert to Rastafarian Rastafarianism. Um, mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I've I've there's been a lot of tears and a lot of negotiation and a lot of, I don't know what to do. And so, um, I just, I have a very, you know, what I'll do is I'll make like, I'm going to do a ponytail and grab the hair from behind. Like, so, so I'm going to like, as if I'm going to make a ponytail, stop, stop angrily, angrily. not angrily, gently and yeah. calmly because what you're about to do like, cause so then I'll take the brush and I'll like brush the very, very ends. So I'll, I'll move my hand out as far as I can and still be able to brush and I'll brush it and brush and brush, 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 brush. And if it's still, if it's good, like, okay, then I'll move up a little bit and I'll have a little bit longer, a little bit longer. And you know, I'm still, I'm trying to grip it really tightly so that if it pulls, it doesn't, it pulls against my hand like my hand's going to mitigate some of the pulling sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't 
Mm. And then I'll just gradually work it through. And then I'll do sections. I'll go do it again with sections, same kind of a thing, like just get the ends. And the other thing actually I've found is that if you brush more lightly doing sections, that actually sometimes that can be very helpful rather than just like, you know, like quick power stroke through the hair. That's not going to be helpful. A lighter touch. (laughs) And then, of course, then if it's super like, oh my God, what is happening? That's when the Moroccan oil comes out and you do not need a lot of that. Do not need a lot. I think the most I've ever used is six drops. That was, that Pink was has a shaved head right times. now. Oh, really? I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. He, uh, he just, he likes Did it better. He hates, ha- he hates having to deal with hair. I mean, obviously it, it, he had long hair for a while and he would not brush it. I mean, it was just a, it was just a ridiculous mess. It was a crazy, also glorious mane. Um, but it was, um, it was, it was just a, a, like knots. Um, and uh, he, well, I guess, I mean, guess after I shaved my head uh, for a while ago, which is, you know, I don't do anymore, but he got the, got the idea from that, I think. And then just decided it was an easier way to deal with, <laughs> obviously it's an easier way to deal with hair because you're not dealing with anything. So right, that's what he, that's what he likes right now. Anyway. Nice. Yeah. Wow. He's, and he's never had lice. He's never had, I mean, he, his, for some reason, like his hair is really thick. And they don't like that, I guess. They like thin hair. And um, we occasionally, we, we had, you know, when we've looked years ago, we would find one or two dead ones, but he's never had, like, he's never had, uh, they can't survive in there, basically. <laughs> so, that's a, that, so that's been lucky. That's, wow. that is, um, I'm trying to say this the right way. <laughs> that is the biggest blessing. <laughs> <laughs> because New York is... There's a lot of lice in New York. I hate lice so oh, much. Oh, yeah. That... I do. Um, New York is <laughs> lousy rats. with lice. You know, you, you come home, your kids got rats in their hair. It's bad. Mm-hmm. It's bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to have a crew cut a lot when I was a kid, especially in the warmer months. That was fun. I don't do that anymore. But I never did a shaved head, but the crew cut I did quite a lot. I go, I go to a, a barber and I, I don't necessarily know what I'm going to get. <laughs> mm. <laughs> you just like, it's like a, 13, it. it's a $13 cut. Do your worst. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, I try and tell them, tell them what I mm-hmm. want. And mm-hmm. sometimes it's good and sometimes it's not good. But, uh, yeah, haircuts are not, mm. <laughs> as I get older, it's just like, when is the, when is the point that what I do is I just go back to the, like the trimmers and just like, okay, this yeah. section of hair two. Trimmer number two. I, yeah, I'm not good at that. I've tried. I tried cutting his hair for a long time, and I'm just I'm really bad at it. Um, mm. And so like when he wanted, when he wanted to go clean headed, I was like, you know, that's probably better. It's going to look better than what I do. Yeah, nice. And he doesn't like going to the barber. So, hmm. Don't eat hair. By the way, don't eat hair pods. Don't eat hair. Don't eat hair pods. Any kind of a pod <laughs> or hair. <laughs> Don't eat. You know those huge pods that people move uh, furniture in? Don't eat those. Don't eat those. Yeah. But silica gel packets, those are delicious. (laughs) Mm, Oh, my God. You couldn't stop me eating those if you tried. They put do not eat on them just because they don't want you to know how fucking good they are. That's Mm -hmm. right. (laughs) They want them all to themselves. Greedy bastards. The government. (laughs) Thanks, Trump. (laughs) Smack that with a rolled up Forbes magazine. (laughs) 